in essence, everything is energy and cannot be destroyed. A quote by Ted Andrews. And also, a great way to think about how my next guest uses energy to help people heal and grow. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. And here we are, we're back for, I don't know what episode this is, but here we are, I think it's 15. I'm so happy to welcome this next guest of ours. Again, we're talking about energy, kind of our topic today, but we'll see where it leads us. Um, My guest today is Liam Galvin. You may have heard of his name before because I know I have, and he is considered a spiritual psychic medium and he needs to explain that to me just kidding hi Liam how are yes, you yes hello I'm happy to be here and honored to be here thank you I'm so, so much. honored that you are here and you um agreed to come on so easily and quickly and like yes I'll do that no problem so happy Absolutely. to have you thank you um Liam and I met if you want to call it that on a zoom workshop that we're doing and so when I asked him to be on he was so um happy to do it. I was so happy to have him. So tell us, Liam, I figured our topic today would be a bit about energy because you work yes, with absolutely. energy. Absolutely. Yeah? So tell us what you do now, and then we'll talk about where you came from and, and what pushed you in this direction. So what are you doing now? So right now I've been doing mediumship uh, with the public. I've been doing it. This is my 20th year. It's my, That's I started. Amazing. When, yeah. I started when I was 22. I was 22, 21, 22. And then, uh, yeah, it just developed. It just got stronger and stronger. So currently I've been doing private one-to-one sessions with people here on Zoom, FaceTime, Facebook video. And my office is in Canton. Uh, And I've been in Canton for, I can't do math, (laughs) nine, (laughs) 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, just about 10 years in Canton. I had an and, office and before. For those who don't know, we're in Massachusetts. So that's Canton, Massachusetts. <laughs> yes, Canton, in Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah, we actually yes. have some listeners from not from the States. So. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Some I'm listeners. not surprised. Well, yeah. you know. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Massachusetts. So that's fabulous. So nine years, did you say? Yeah. Uh, yes. Nine years. Yes. And I do demonstrations, you know, I do mediumship demonstrations with groups and I teach it. I teach mediumship. I started teaching it around 2008, uh, teaching it because people wanted to, you know, it seems like less and less people are coming to mediums these days to reach grandma. Right. <laughs> like they used to 20 years ago, you know, they'd say, can you yeah. get my grandma? Can you get my mom? <laughs> can you get my father, my son, my daughter, my wife, my husband. And now people are approaching mediums and saying, can you teach us how to do this? Isn't that you know, crazy? That, and I never it is, thought it yeah. was something you could teach. Yeah, it, you, know? you do have to have a little part of it. You do to, to develop it and to, to grow. But um, yeah, it can be, it can be, uh, you know, if the person's open and intuitive and receptive and uh, loves mediumship, then (laughs) chances are they can, they can, you know, go along their pathway. And I imagine they have to do the work too. So 
they may they come and do. say they want this, but if they don't do the work, then it won't grow and build. No, no. And it's so much of it is, um, cause you know, everyone wants it so quickly. Everyone, yeah. wa everyone wants to like everything, you know, yeah. everyone wants it like <laughs> tomorrow. So, uh, I sat and developed for seven years, um, before I went out with the public, I sat and I went, went to mediumship circles twice a week, which is like mediumship, uh, classes or right. training. And I did that twice a week down in Weymouth, Massachusetts, yeah. uh, down with Terry Porter, who's in Weymouth. She's a very good medium in Weymouth. Yeah. And she, uh, she literally kind of, she discovered me. Uh, she did back in 2001, uh, shortly after 9-11, uh, before 9-11 happened. Yeah. So let's go uh, back to 2001-ish. Yes. So you've been doing this for about, I'm just taking notes over here. On the yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> brain doesn't remember like it used yeah to. no that's okay <laughs> i'm the um, same <laughs> yeah yeah i'm a little older than you but um <laughs> so my brain's a little older but that's okay. back to 2001 so probably before that what i would like i would really like to know how did you know this is something you wanted to do what pushed you in that direction what made you say i'm going to mediumship classes twice a week like what happened? yeah i um well i actually was a writer first I was, uh, I wrote for newspapers down in Newport, Rhode Island. Nice. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. In magazines. And I wrote a couple books. I authored a couple books, which are out. Uh, nobody knows about them. Do you <laughs> want to knows. tell everyone about them? Yeah. What are they uh, called? Well, then, I'll write them down. They're not in print anymore. I got to renew them. I got to renew the publishing contract. But uh, the first one was Deadly Reckonings, which is a supernatural thriller. Ooh. Very soap opera-ish. <laughs> yeah. That sounds cool. It was. And then the second one I co-authored with Terry, my mentor who discovered me. Uh, and it's a short story and poetry collection of inspirational fiction. Really? So, short stories. And yeah, so uh, that's called Inspirations of the Mind, Body, Spirit. Oh, that sounds so neat. Yeah, I think you can. No, they're saying no. <laughs> my people are already here. Uh, Just so like, everyone no. knows when he says my people. You want to explain what that is? Please? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I do have a lot of spirit people around me at all times. Uh, my family, my guides, angels and archangels, the ascended and descended masters. So I'm, I'm pretty much, I, I can shut it off. I can control it and set healthy boundaries with them, but they are around all the time. They help uh, you do your work, right? They do. They do. They help me connect me with other people's spirit people yeah loved ones in heaven yeah yeah do and i have a lot of mediums with me spirit mediums as guides uh who are you know pretty well known back in their day so i'm very honored and grateful to have them with me helping nice. me assisting right. but um going back to your question i did start into so I was writing I was modeling because I had hair <laughs> but <laughs> when I had hair I was modeling okay I need pictures <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> I gotta get them I'm gonna dig them out and I was doing acting I was performing in local theater that and, is so cool I didn't know that yeah I did all that and then uh in 2001 I met Terry and you know, I went to her for a reading because I wanted to see how my how my writing was going to go, how the modeling was going to go, and how the acting was going to go. So I went, and I also wanted to reconnect with my mom because uh, she had passed in 1999. Oh, and she, that's she and sad. I were I'm sorry. Thank you. And she and I were 
very close. I'm the youngest of seven kids. <gasps> so, did you know that? Are you? No, I, I didn't know. That's crazy. And did you grow up in Canton? Yeah. I grew up in Norwood. Oh, so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I wanted to know how all my work was going to do. You know, I was only 22 and uh, I just wanted to see. And so she said to me, she said, you should be sitting where I'm sitting. And I was like, no, 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 no. I said, I'm going to, you know, keep writing and write books and write At that point, did you have any inclination that that would be something you wanted to do? Like, did you have any feelings, seeings? Uh... It's interesting. I was always interested in mediums and psychics. I was as yeah. a young kid. Uh, when I was two or three years old, I remember looking out the window during a snowstorm and I was literally in nursery school. I was like, yeah, way back. And my, I told my mom during a snowstorm that this tree was going to fall in our yard. Uh, in the snow. And she was like, no, 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 the tree's not going to fall. The tree's not. And I said, no, the tree's going to fall. And within like 10 minutes, the tree came crashing down over my pool. Wow. So, yeah. And she was like, how did you know that? And I was like, huh? and I, I was literally like three or four. I was that That's young. Crazy. And, and I remember past life memories from when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I remembered the past of being in the jungle and being in World War II, being alive during World War II. And then, uh, yeah, so I have a lot of past life experiences that I can remember. Yes, I think I just asked you about that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because yes. I definitely have as well, and I need to do something about it. So. Yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and then, you know, I went to mediums and psychics throughout high school and college, and because I did want to, you know, keep in touch with my mom. And after my mom passed in 1999, she started coming to me. She really? started appearing to me. She was in my dreams. I would have conversations with her in the present. And, you know, she told me too. She's like, you're not going to be doing what you think you're going to be doing. The writing, the, the acting, the performing. She says, you're going to be doing this, this work, the mediumship and the psychic work. So. And sure enough, I started training in 01 and uh, Terry had me out with the public uh, not too long after that. How did you feel about that? Uh, I was, I couldn't believe it. I can't, I still can't believe I get to do this. I can't, yeah. I can't, you know, you know, I thank spirit every day that I get to do it because I'm so grateful, so honored that. Well, I you imagine know, you help so many people. It's, I love it. I do. And, you know, just to be able to give people peace and healing and, you know, uh, I have a mentor, Eamon Downey, who's British. He's a UK medium. And he says that you can, you can solve a lifetime of issues and problems and hurt and sadness in just one session with a yeah. medium. You no, know, it's literally, and, and anything that's happened here on the planet, on the earth plane, uh, most of that can be, I've seen it, most of it can be rectified or healed over there in spirit. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, amazing. it's amazing to me the, the more and more I learn um, and talk to people like you. Yeah. yeah. I've always been interested in this stuff anyways, yes. but the more and more I learn, the more I feel at ease and more at peace with my passing or, I mean, obviously grieving is a you know, if I would lose someone close to me, it'd be very sad, but 
I take solace in the fact of knowing that I know they're around. Yes. <laughs> I know they're always going to be around and they're probably yes. closer to me now than they were in life. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, I have a another medium friend in England, Scott Milligan, who's a really well-known physical medium. And he's his one of his guides says, uh, he has a quote that one of the greatest lies facing our society is death because we don't die. Yeah. So uh, he says that and I'm like, oh, we like that. Yeah, <laughs> it there's is no true. birth and there's no death. Yeah, no, no, there's no death. There's yeah. no death. And my other mentor, Mavis Patilla, who's very well-known throughout the world. Uh, she's a UK medium as well. Uh, she has a special coming up on There Is No Death. She's going to give a lecture on it. That's so fabulous. That'll, yeah, that'll be on available to everyone on Zoom, here on okay. Zoom. So, yeah. That's fabulous. I literally just finished Many Lives, Many Masters. Yes. <laughs> Phenomenal book. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I, it's, you know, obviously things I already believe and think and feel. I just hadn't yeah. never, I've never read it. So I was excited to finish that today. Coincidentally, now you're yeah. here talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's when real. you were in your 20s, you started mentoring. Or I you did. Were, you were a mentee to a mentee. Yeah, and then you yeah to Terry, yeah. To the to public. Terry. So when you were that age, were they were there big group gallery type readings, or were they more one on one with her clients, and you just sort of um, that like tag teamed? What did you do? Yeah, it was like, it was mostly we would sit in a circle twice a week. Oh, for your mediumship class. Yeah, for the mediumship. Yeah. yeah, and there was about eight to twelve of us uh, who would go twice a week, and then um, she brought me to a ladies' night out down in Weymouth. <laughs> with like 300 women like 300 or 400 ladies women out. That's a- uh, ladies in way it was huge it was at the weymouth helps oh uh, in massachusetts yeah and it was uh yeah and we literally just read dozens and dozens and dozens of people uh, and i was just starting back then you know i had said to terry back then i said you know i don't know if i can if i'm ready if i can do this and she said uh, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Why not a group of 300 women? <laughs> and that's how it was. And and I did that for a few years. I did that for about uh, four or five years. And I always enjoyed it. I always loved it. And Terry would do it. And uh, her, her group of mediums would, would assist her. Yeah. Down in, and uh, it was a good time. It was. It sounds I, like I a good time. It was, yeah. That's what? so funny. I grew up on Maureen Hancock. She was the one I would go see over and yes. over and over and over and over yes. again. And I ended up I working. Maureen Hancock. I do too. I ended up yeah. working for her at her studio. Oh. Yeah. At the, at the Zen Loft? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And I was there as a meditation teacher. And then she attuned me and my master teacher, Reiki Lovell. So that was fabulous too. Yeah. Yeah, I send her some people and she sends me people. Yeah, so that's good. We have a good relationship. Yeah, that's good. That's nice. good. Yeah, yeah. She was my my go to. So whenever she was around, I'd go see her. And I probably had seen her, um, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight times. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. Yeah, I have been to a bunch of her shows as well, a bunch of her demonstrations, and I would bring the other mediums to yeah. see her to support her. And and I love her. She's um, uh, she's yeah, because we both kind of. 
developed and opened up around the same, around the same time. I was going to yeah, ask you, around, I was wondering. Yeah. 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 Around 2000, 2001. So, and she's done so much to help open people up mediumistically and spiritually and especially skeptics and people that are difficult to read. Uh, she's, she has a way with her humor and her gift of getting through to them. So, right. yeah, so that's I give right. her a lot of, she paved the way for a lot of us. That's fabulous. That's yeah. so nice of you to say on your, your podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She did. And, you know, when I see her out, you know, I see her out and about, I'll run into her and, you know, we'll hug and yeah. <laughs> say, how you doing? And she left me a really nice message on my 40th birthday. Oh, when uh, was that? Was that just recently? Uh, that, yeah, that was two years ago. Oh, yeah. Happy so, birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Pisces, February. So My daughter's a Pisces. I wish she was uh, here with us. Oh, Brittany. Yes, I know. I know. And I'm such a Pisces, such a Pisces. She's such a Pisces. I see. I can't yeah. even say it. Pisces. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So she, a bunch of mediums from throughout the world left me some nice video messages. Oh. My party was really nice. Yeah. That's and so she nice. was one of them. Maureen was one of them. That's nice. So here you are doing your um, mentoring underneath Terry and you're working with the public and you're in your yes. 20s. Ah. At what point did you feel regular, uh, safe to like just go out on your own? How did that all happen? Well, I started, I needed health insurance. <laughs> so, so I ended up going to work for Starbucks in 2005. And they gave you health insurance. They did. They nice. did. Uh, yeah. So, so I would go and do my mediumship and go do readings. And then I would go to Starbucks and, and make all the drinks, make the drinks. And uh, that was from 2005 to 2008. I was at Starbucks for three I love years. Starbucks. I do too. Maybe they'll want to be our sponsor. I'm just I kidding. know. I love them. They're <laughs> such good people, such good people. Yeah. And uh, they were very supportive of the mediumship and my work. <laughs> And I was at the one in Norwood, Massachusetts on Route 1. So I was there for three years. I trained in Canton. I trained at the Canton one and the Stoughton one when yeah. there was a Stoughton one. No more, huh? Yeah, no more. No. And then I went to Norwood and I had the best boss in the world. Oh, that's so uh, nice. Yeah, she brought together the best people. There were like 30 of us at this Starbucks. Wow. Uh, because it was also, it was a 24-hour Starbucks. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, in 2005, it was open all night. So when people would come out of the bars or people yeah. would get out at work at night or, if, you know, from partying, they would all come see Why us. Why are you looking at me like that? I know. I know. I know. Like I knew you looked familiar. I know. I know. Yeah, no, no. But, uh, but I loved it. I loved yeah. the people. I loved making the drinks. But I was a bartender name? for a number of years and yeah, I feel like yeah. it would be very similar. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But as the as the mediumship got stronger and more, you know, as I started hearing and seeing and feeling and uh, knowing more, uh, the, the job at Starbucks became more difficult. I, had, I was slowing down. I was getting slower and making all the drinks and multitasking and thinking of all the orders. So in 2008, it was time to, I went, it was on 5-5, it was on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> on that day, my, my main spirit guide, Great Eagle, who's a Native American. Is that uh, why you always send eagles? Yes, I do. I yes. love that. Yes, yes. 
and he said to me, he said, it's time to go full time. And I was like, are we sure? <laughs> and he was like, when have we ever let you down? I was like, well, that's true. That's true. They never have. Spirits never let me down. No. So in 2008, I extended my hours at a holistic center in Eastern Mass called Women of Wisdom. Yeah, no, yep, Women yes, of Wisdom. Yes, so I yep. went to Women of Wisdom. I was doing readings out of there, and I was also doing readings out of a second holistic center, the Healing Moon. I know uh, which was moon. in Norwood. Yeah. And Norwood right at Norwood. the time. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, how I, I heard there. your name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was, so I did both. I did Norwood and East and I did Women of Wisdom and the Healing Moon because mm -hmm. I had very different audiences, you know, in Norwood and Easton. Yeah. And people, people from Easton wouldn't go to Norwood and people from Norwood. Isn't that crazy? East. I have a I business. Yeah. And I'm like, some yeah. people aren't coming and it's like, yeah. I know so yeah. many people and they won't drive 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. No, I know. So both places, the owner of the Healing Moon, the owners, Trish. That's Trish who I Matthews. went to high school with. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Trish Matthews. Yeah, and she and I went to, yeah, we grew up in the same neighborhood and everything. Oh my God. Yeah, I love them. I love them. Yeah, they're And then they ended, up, they ended up moving to Foxborough. Yep. And um, when they moved to Foxborough, uh, that was about 2012, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, 2012. And then I was still a woman of wisdom. And then in 2012, I decided to go out and have my own office, my own space. How did you feel about that? I felt ready. I did. I felt good because, you know, I spent, I spent seven years at uh, women of wisdom doing one-to-one -one readings, private readings. And I was at the healing moon for about I believe it was it was a few years it was a few yeah. maybe yeah it was a few years so I was able to develop a clientele at both locations yeah. in Norwood in Easton and luckily most of the clientele followed me to Canton that's not that so, far <laughs> no I know no it isn't but yeah so a lot of them followed me and I ended up getting a office above Frank and Vinnie's barbershop in Canton I don't know that place, but that's cool. Yeah, right in the center of town, right in the center. And Frank, the, the landlord, who's a phenomenal barber, hair cutter uh, for men. <laughs> yeah, he was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. He was so good. Yeah. And he set me up and he was very supportive. And, you know, that's gave so nice to have someone like that underneath you, you know, like you went it to was, space from. Yeah, yeah, it was. And so I was there for seven till 2019. And then in 2019, I stayed in Canton and moved to Neponset Street. Oh. All right. Yeah, right to 601 Neponset Street, where I met. Uh, there used to be a bar where I am now. Uh, there was Carter's, it was Tiki O'Shea's, it was... Um, I know that place. Rosario's. Yeah, it was like three different restaurants yes. before it became office space. So in 2019, I moved in and Joe Carter was the landlord. He very graciously accepted me, allowed me <laughs> into this beautiful room. It was huge. Yeah. And so I was there for two years till now, till today. Wow, and that's now, fabulous. Yeah, now I'm currently uh, looking for a new, a new place. And um, yeah, so I love it. I love it. And you and still have to come see my space in case you're- I do, I do. I will. I will. I do love the energy. And I have to say, I love the uh, talking about energy. I yeah. love the energy in Mansfield. I do it. And as mediums and as a psychic, I'm very aware of energy 
and I'm very aware of uh, environments and atmospheres, how places feel, you know, how they, you know, uh, run and uh, yeah, I love Mansfield. <laughs> so I'd do. be interested even just for you to come and feel the energy in the space. It's yes, absolutely. Space absolutely. It's just yeah. Amazing. So let's talk about energy. Yes, so absolutely. That is our topic. And now we know where yes. you came from and what you're doing now. Yes. Absolutely. So let's talk about how you use your energy and how you help to heal, because that's exactly what I feel like you're doing is, it is. using energy to help people um, heal from grief and loss. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you agree and with that comment or do you think I it's more do. than that? No, yeah. I do agree. And I am, you know, I really had to work on me before mm -hmm. I could uh, be out with the public. You know, I had to heal old stuff, you know, old wounds, old hurts, traumas, you know, things like that. So I worked really hard and it's, you know, it's an everyday process. I'm still working on it. No kidding. Uh, work, yep. Working on being the best uh, clearest vehicle and instrument yeah. for spirit. I say that every time I go to do Reiki, yeah. like, let me be exactly. as clear yeah. as possible, yeah. you know, like clean, not clean. I think yeah. I use the word clear, yeah. you know, like a clear conduit of energy yeah. to help this person. Yeah. Yes. So I do that. And, and I usually know as soon as the person comes in, how the reading is going to go. I get an idea of who's going to come in, who's going to come through for them, their loved ones, their guides. And uh, I tr try to keep it at the highest and best, most loving vibration that I can. So and do you get a feeling before people come or do you, I do you actually do. get and, like and visits actually, before people come? I do. And I, and I get them, I get, spirit gives me a preview the day before or two days before. do you ask them for that or is it just like when they feel like yeah. doing it no I do I do ask but them because I feel good. like it's yeah I feel like it's helpful it's prepping like, you're just prepping yeah. right so I know how the energy and the power the mediumship power are going to be the next day for the next readings and you know I know if they'll be conducive and if the power or the energy are going to be low if spirit says they're going to be low then I ask them to pump it up for for assistance and to increase it if they can if they can if if they'll allow it mm -hmm. and then uh, it, it works it does it, it usually works so so during uh, a reading you yes. are reading energy right yes so well, you're I'm reading yeah i'm reading their energy i'm reading their people their spirit people and uh, you said you hear see and feel yeah, hear, see, feel, know, and smell and taste sometimes of spirit. Yeah, because they will bring foods from heaven. They'll bring scents, smells from heaven. And typically you know, it's because it's meaningful to the person sitting in front of exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. It's validation. You know, absolutely. It's part of the validation, the confirmation for them. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, So I, I look at the person's work field, the aura, the chakras, the five-body system, and just go right in and and start reading and so uh, i have i have a couple of questions for you but i think sure. i'm going to take a quick break so we'll be sure. right okay. back yes Hold absolutely on. We'll be right back thank everybody you. and we're back thank you uh, didn't that sound like um a scary movie it does yeah. i like it, what is that <laughs> I, don't, from? I, don't, I don't know but 
All my dead people like it. <laughs> they do. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. So during the break, I asked Liam if he would be comfortable talking about maybe one of his most memorable readings that he's ever had. It can be funny. It can be awkward. It can be whatever you want. Yeah, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple reading, you know, there's so many, there's so many, I have so many. I don't many. know how you would remember any of them. I know, frankly. no. And when in the beginning of the mediumship and psychism, I used to remember them, but now I don't. Now I don't remember people. I don't remember, I remember my regular clients and them I remember, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't remember the content. I don't remember the people. I find so, that during a Reiki session too, yeah, when it's yeah. done and they come back maybe for another one. They're like, do you remember when you said this? I'm like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I know. don't, but I wrote I it know. down. Like I yeah. write everything down. I know. Yeah. So uh, one reading that comes to mind was I was working at Starbucks in Norwood and I was in the drive-thru <laughs> making coffees and this lady pulled up to the window and spirit always told me when I was at Starbucks who I could tell about the mediumship and who I couldn't tell. Oh, that's so cool. About the mediumship, yeah, because I would never push it on someone, you know, I no. would never push our beliefs or our, our, you know, what we believe in on other people. So my guides would always tell me when people showed up to the drive through window, who was open, who wasn't, who I could tell, who I couldn't tell. So this lady pulled up one day and I could see her mom in spirit in the passenger seat beside her. Oh. That's so and sweet. she had an empty passenger seat, but I could see the mom. And I said, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but your mom is saying that within the next uh, eight minutes, you're going to be safe. You're going to be protected, very protected within the next eight minutes. And the lady was looking at me like I had 10 heads because right. she's like, you know, <laughs> the boy at Starbucks <laughs> is telling me, you know, that to be careful within the next eight minutes. And so she ended up driving away. Yeah and uh onto route one and within like five minutes this huge tractor trailer ended up jackknifing right over her and just missed her just oh missed God. her vehicle so she ended up coming back to starbucks she was like how did you know how did you know that i was like your mom said because i could see her in the passengers <laughs> So she ended up becoming a client. She ended up being, she's a hairdresser. Well, of course. What up, is yeah, after that? Yeah, she ended up becoming a longtime client after that. And she told all these people about it. And she was, she was very good. So that was one of my all-time favorites. That's amazing. And then um, I had a, another reading that sticks out is I was at Women of Wisdom in Northeastern. And this beautiful girl came in, uh, very pretty. And she came in and sat down and I didn't hear, see or feel anything around her. Nothing, mm -hmm. there was nothing. And I said to her, I said, you know, I don't feel anything. And she said, you're the eighth medium to tell me that. Oh no. She said, she said, I've been all over the, all over the region. And she said, nobody's been able to. So she's like, I didn't expect you to be able to read me. So, but she ended up very positive about it. She was, you know, she went and she bought some crystals and she bought some tarot cards and she was, she was in a very good mood about it. So but what I, do you think? Was there did anything else happen? I don't, I, I had to, you know, I learned from Eamon Downey and Mavis Patilla, the British mediums, that it's, it's so important to keep the integrity and the honesty of mediumship Absolutely. going so that, you know, so that if that happens, you know, that, that generally happens to me about five times a year, where I just can't connect with someone, I just can't, you know, uh, bring through, and then, you know, I don't charge them, I, 
recommend other mediums and then I'll just say, you know, I'm not the right medium for you, mm-hmm. but keep trying, keep trying, you know, because yeah, I want to you be to have someone, some. right? Yeah. There, and there always is. We never, I've learned in doing this work that we never pass alone. Uh, there's at least a, a group of people that greet you when you get over there. And that is very reassuring. It is. Yeah. Uh, Did she mention to you that she had any people in spirit? She didn't. No, she didn't. And she She just said, I'm not surprised. Yeah. She was from another country. She was from somewhere else. She was in, you know, I didn't know if it was her in her, her relatives that her relatives in that particular country, if they just didn't believe, you know, if they weren't open or, you know, what it was, but she was a sweetheart of a girl. Yeah. Uh, Very, very. And we hit it off and uh, yeah. And then I had this, this, um, yeah, there's so many, <laughs> there's so <laughs> many to pick from, but, uh, yeah, there's, you know, I love the work. I love getting to know people's stories and their spirit loved ones stories. And it's, it's never the same. It never is. That's, I think that's what keeps you going too. Yeah, absolutely. Doing absolutely. the same thing over and over again can get monotonous and, and, and sometimes we just need to change. It is. And our lives are so fast today. Everything's so quick and fast yeah. and immediate yeah. that I'm finding that people just need to slow down. You know, they just oh, need yeah. to. And so many people today in June, July, what month? June. It's still <laughs> June. I'm so it's out of my July. body. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's June. Uh, so many people do need, uh, they just need the reassurance and the the self-care, the self-love. Yeah. Uh, the most people don't give themselves. You know, most I know. people don't. Because I know. That's why we're in our businesses that we're It in. is. It's true. It's true. I think we're and constantly in fight or flight mode that we don't realize what it's like to not be anymore. Yeah, no. And people just need the peace of mind. They need the de-stressing and they, they need to know that they're not alone. You know, that yep. they do have support and help and assistance from the higher realms, from heaven. Absolutely. Uh, which is real. And in 2000, uh, 2003, they're all talking. <laughs> they're all talking about their story. They're helping you remember uh, things. They are. They're helping me remember <laughs> things. Always, always. Thank goodness. So, I know. And I'm actually, as I'm talking to you, I'm seeing a lot of green. There's a ton of green around you, which is heart chakra. That's interesting uh, since if you can see me, which you guys can't who are listening, yeah. there's no. Oh, <laughs> it's look all at lit. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there's tons and tons of green around you in your auric field. That's good. That means love and compassion, right? Love. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's love. It means that love is being sent to you Mm -hmm. from them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is a good thing. And I, it took me a few years before I could see color or feel color. Uh, Color wasn't my first uh, thing that I could, you know, experience. But now I do see, feel, and hear, uh, see color. Yeah, that's I, fabulous. When I give Reiki, I definitely have little hits of, I call them downloads, but um, I don't know what else to call them. Yeah. But I definitely have little, either, n- not, I, I don't even know, Liam, because, you know, I'm just still learning, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I call them downloads and they're like thoughts or images. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Words, all of that stuff. And I just tell the person who's on the table, this is what I'm seeing or Sometimes yeah. I can feel too, like pain yeah. in my leg. And they're like, yep, yep, I have. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So. You know, so I do too. You know, if, if somebody had 
uh, cirrhosis of the liver or a mm -hmm. drinking issue, my liver will start pounding and mm. killing me. I'll get the worst liver pain and I'll say to the person, Stop you know, thinking. your father, yeah, your father or your grandfather must have had a big liver issue. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if yeah. somebody had a stroke or uh, anything in the head, like a tumor or you feel it any, or a head issue. Yeah, I get immediate head throbbing. I do, I get immediate head pain. And then if somebody had a heart attack, my heart chakra starts pounding and I'll be like, you know, who had the heart attack? And they'll be like, yep, that's my dad. Well, that's nope. interesting because I've always equated when I give Reiki and I'm sure, yeah. I don't know, I know it's different. And I do Reiki me. too. I'm a Reiki master as well. I love it. And Reiki really works. It really does. I know. It's phenomenal. You know, there's, I just saw the flash of green again, as I said that to you, there's a, I really feel like people underestimate healing and Reiki. They do because, you know, there's a friend of mine, Bob Miller, who's in spirit now. He was a world-renowned healer. Uh, he was voted North American Healer of the Year wow. back in like the 80s and 70s. Mm -hmm. uh, and the government would fly him all over the world. And wow. he would give healings on people. He was unbelievable. He was like, I used to do mediumship demonstrations with him. And he said that he had a client that came to him. He's in spirit now. Is you know Bob Miller, Robert Miller. He's a uh, he's he did so much for healing and mediumship and spiritualism, the yeah. spiritualist churches. That someone came to him, one of his clients, and said, "I have a really bad cold, common cold. Can you you know get it out of me? Can you heal me? Can you can you help me?" And so. Paul Miller did the healing, the Reiki and his form of healing, because it was very unique, you know, uh, what he did, his process. He did all kinds of, and he was also a world-renowned palmist. He could oh, read your palm. Really? And there aren't that many people today that, that are doing really palmistry. Right. Yeah. And he was phenomenal at, and again, he was like in his 80s, still working, oh, still working, yeah. still running around Massachusetts doing healing. And he was the, he ran the Silver Birch Healing Sanctuary up in Reading, Mass., uh, Reading, Massachusetts. So this lady came to him to help with her cold and she, he did the healing. You know, he was just the conduit. He was just the vehicle. It was all spirit working through him for her. She ended up contacting him two months later and saying, and he said, oh, did your cold end up going away? And she said, no, but my alcoholism did. Oh. She, he ended up curing her alcoholism because that's where the healing went. It didn't go to the nose. It, it didn't go to the rest. To go. It yeah. went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could cry as I tell that story. Because, well, that's an amazing example of not only Reiki, but also what you do, I think, yeah, because absolutely. people are going to hear what they're supposed to hear that day, not exactly. what they came to hear necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he taught me that. And I was, you know, I ended up doing mediumship church services with him up in Salem, oh, wow. uh, Massachusetts. And I think we're in Salem, New Hampshire as well. Uh, I was all, and, and I love the people of Salem. I do Salem mass, you know, I, yeah. I would used to, I would go to the spiritualist church there and do readings there yeah. and give messages to the, to the congregation. And also the Quincy Spiritualist Church. I'm a member of. Oh, that's so cool. In Quincy, so I'm a, so I'll, I'm actually I'll be doing a service. I'll be doing messages and mediumship work there on August fifteenth. Oh. August fifteenth will be at the Quincy. Is that church. open to the public or just for the church? It members? is. Yeah, Ooh, it's open to, to everyone. Say. Yeah, August and it's 15th. on 
Zoom Zoom. It's here on Zoom Zoom. Yeah. So so if you can't you go so, in person, are you so tired of Zoom? No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I am have to love leave the house again. <laughs> I know. I love because as I tell people, as long as I can see the person, I'm good. I need to see the colors, you are the chakras. Uh, I'm much better at seeing you and reading you than like a phone. And I yeah. know some mediums love phone. They're, they're very good at it. Yeah. They're very adept at it. But I just feel like I need to see you. Uh, That's with and me, me and Reiki. I need to put my hands on you. Yeah. And, I'm sure yeah. I can do distant healing, but I don't do distant healing. I mean, yeah, I've no. sent Reiki to my classroom before I've gotten there. but um. yes. <laughs> And it helps. It works. It yeah. does. Yeah. It makes yeah. a difference. You know, and sage, you know, saging uh, makes a difference in your environment. You know, mm -hmm. good spirits. If you, For those of you who want to clear your spaces <laughs> adequately, good, positive, loving spirits love. There's three or four certain scents, smells that attract good, positive, loving spirits. I'm going to write and, them down. What's yeah, one? Absolutely. Lavender is lavender. lavender. Uh, yes. Don't tell me. Can I guess? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Frankincense? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is that one of them though, or it, you... it's it's that helps? Yeah, but it. Okay, what... what are the other ones? I can't guess. Tell me the rest. Uh, <laughs> patchouli. <gasps> I love patchouli. Vanilla. 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 Huh. Spirits love vanilla. I wonder why. Yeah, they love the smell. Yeah, lavender, sage, patchouli, and um, vanilla. Some... Vanilla, yeah. Vanilla. Lavender, sage, sage patchouli. Yeah. And I mentioned frankincense, but. And I love vanilla. <laughs> I do. I love I vanilla too. cupcakes. I'm allergic to chocolate. I've always liked vanilla. Yeah. 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 So, like if you get like a vanilla scented candle, it's going to attract really positive, loving spirits. Really? What do, what do you think of Palo Santo? Love it. Love Palo Santo. That's yeah. all I use actually in yeah. my studio. That makes a difference. Oh yeah. When I walk into Women of Wisdom, they Palo Santo me, <laughs> my aura, whenever <laughs> I need cleaning or clearing. That's Every the, time I go to work down there, I put do me and I do the rooms and I'm just yeah. like, okay. Uh, yeah. Palo Santo is, is phenomenal. Yeah. Good. That's good. Good, good. All right. So here we go, Liam. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So August 15th, you'll be at Quincy. So August 15th, I'm in Quincy at the Quincy Store Choice Church at 11 a.m. Okay. And then. Yeah, promote anything that you have going on yeah. where anyone can, um, on, who might be listening can participate in. On August 7th, on Saturday night, I'm doing a national show with uh, Reverend Janet Nohavec. That's the exciting. Journey. Oh, I love her. I love the church. And that's out of Pompton Lakes, New Jersey, uh, America. And that's Zoom. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, on Zoom. Yes, it's on Zoom. So I'll be with Janet Nohavec and Joe Scheel, who's a phenomenal spirit artist. He can draw your people. He could draw your mom, your guys. Oh my God, I would love to have a drawing of oh, my he's people. Phenomenal. I would he's love to know how many people are around me and who they are exactly. I think it's my dad. Yeah. You know, it's all the people who are close to me, but. Terry Porter and Reverend Rita Berkowitz helped me identify a lot of my guides and loved ones. And Rita drew. Rita Berkowitz, the spirit artist, has drawn like 12 or 15 of my guides. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she, yeah, they're all guides. She did all my guides because they all wanted to be drawn and sit for her. So literally, the spirit would come and sit and she would draw them. She can see, hear and feel them. That's wild. Yeah. So 
Uh, so August 7th will be online at seven. It's only 20 bucks. It's only $20. Oh my gosh. That's fabulous. Yeah. And all the money goes towards the journey within spiritualist church nice. and the, the restoration of the Fox sisters house. in the <gasps> New I know the yeah. Fox sisters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, their Jenna Nohavec is creating a temple of peace on that around that yeah so she's doing so much work so all the money goes to uh the church that's pretty cool that yeah she's phenomenal i love her and i've been to her church in pompton lakes new jersey it's really nice the journey within and the journey within in new jersey is like a hotbed of mediumship classes and courses and it's it's one of the places to go in the country in america for training uh, they're so, in, in Lilydale, Lilydale. Okay, New so I'm going to change the subject for a second. It popped into yeah. my head. I went to go visit my mom in Florida, and my oh sister, yeah. yeah, tons of mediums in Florida. Yeah, there's yeah. one place where there's like a yes, Casadega. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And Fort and, Lauderdale has a um, great mediumship community. Really? Uh, there's 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 a great one in. Kissimmee, 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 uh, yeah. Florida, yeah. Uh, there's a great one in all over Florida. I have to say that's interesting. Uh, the whole East Coast right now, currently, is is a hotbed of mediumship. Why do you think that is? What What's your theory? The water. Probably. <laughs> just, yeah, spirit <laughs> Probably. loves water. They love Probably water. Right. It's very It's very conducive for them to come in and to come yeah. through. I was hoping you were going to say like something like a big shift or you know the big shift that's happening what is like, it is since uh and obviously california arizona mm -hmm. you know have sedona. you been to sedona i haven't been to sedona yet but i know there's a lot of great mediumship going on in arizona you know arizona california it's actually a lot of shamanism and reiki in california and yoga yeah uh, right now in california but um there's parts of our country where there's no mediums you know where there's no mediumship so so we're still looking you know we're still looking to to spread the word about uh life after death that we don't die the life is continuous after we I think pass they'll be so healing like for so many people absolutely absolutely but it is the east coast for uh, there's a lot of great mediums and bought there's a you know there's so many mediums in Boston right now in yeah. Massachusetts that mediums from Ireland and England and other countries are all, they all want to come here. They all want to work here and be here because the energy and the power is so high Yeah, in Massachusetts. Yeah. There's That's a, good to know. It, it, they all want to come to Boston. Yeah. Boston, New Jersey, and Florida in New York as well. Yeah. Boston, New Jersey, New Tell York. Tell them all Florida. they can come to my space anytime they want to. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> I will. They come, they're, they're, literally, there's a, there's, a, there's a movement happening in Massachusetts and the East Coast for mediumship. There, are, there hasn't been this many active activated mediums since 100 years ago. That's fabulous. So so a hundred years ago, mediums were everywhere like they are today. So history is essentially repeating itself. I also feel like a lot more people might be open to the idea. Yes, absolutely. So, and I think that's, absolutely. and I, I'm, again, on the, on the coasts, Yeah. I feel like people are just more open to some of these yes, ideas. Absolutely. So. absolutely. And yeah. once you, once you really experience, experience it yourself, 
And if you have your own reading and it just brings you a lot of peace and healing, you know, how can you not? I know. Uh, I know this and feel this it's and true. encourage true. others to go. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it brings a lot of healing, which is really yeah, the purpose of the podcast. <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> to talk absolutely. about healing. And this absolutely. is, I think one of the ways that I certainly have healed from past loss is just yes. visiting mediums and having absolutely. readings that are meaningful. Yes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So do yeah. you have anything else you can um, promote to your following or I new have, followers? You have those um, two, two opportunities. Do you, and you, how can people connect with you to get a reading? Oh yeah. <laughs> so people can connect. They can go to my website, liamgalvin.com. Okay. And they can go to my website. There's content there. I'm also on Facebook. And Instagram. I don't think I follow so, you on Facebook. I know. Instagram. I know. We got to become friends. <laughs> I know. Yes. On Facebook and Instagram. And I will be doing another mediumship demonstration through the New Jersey Journey Within Spiritualist Church sometime in November or December. So if you go to the Journey Within website, they'll have the okay. information, just like the August 7th. Uh, one and they're 90 minutes they're not too long that's not uh, bad so, yeah no begin a lot of my demonstrations are 90 minutes now instead of two hours because it's a long time for people to sit and they mm -hmm. you know and if they don't get a message if they don't get a contact it's like <laughs> you know so so that's we just found the way it is sometimes like it is sometimes yeah you don't get one yeah so we find that 90 minutes tends to be a good uh, space of time for people but I also will be back at the Queensy Church in the fall as well okay no so you've got many November, things going on yeah November 14th November okay. 14th at the Quincy Church and so all of this is on your website so if people needed to see my assistant Sherry my oh, assistant Sherry Henry Asdot yes she's phenomenal I don't know if it's posted yet but it will okay. be if it's not but that's okay uh, yeah if people start yeah. following you on Instagram and Facebook and yes, go to your Instagram website. Instagram and Facebook, yes. LiamGalvin.com. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, I have thank to ask you my three questions that I ask everyone, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you know about those? I'm ready. No, I don't know them. Oh. They're not telling me. Really? <laughs> yeah, not okay. yet. No. I'm surprised. Okay, yeah. ready? Yeah. Last three questions, maybe. Yes. Could be more. Okay. Um, okay. When you are at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Um, talking and being with spirit. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Do it's, you meditate I, to get there or do you just sit quietly? Like I sit quietly and ask them with respect and grace and reverence to come forward. And then I just sit with them and I'll do some writing. I'll do some inspirational writing and ask them questions and have discussions with them. And, you know, because so often, you know, we're asking them for help that, you know, we never ask them in spirit, like, how was your day? You know, what did you do today? You know, and you nice. can do that with your loved ones and guides because they're people, you know, they're just in a different dimension. They're just over there in heaven. So that's a great point, actually. So absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, instead of meditating, one of the times that I meditate during the day, one of the two times I could sit and just thank them and 
which I do and, sometimes, but yeah. And you can ask them their life stories, you know, what they were like when they were here on the planet on earth. And they'll tell you, you know, if you're, if you're willing to be open and receptive and listen, uh, they'll tell you how they live. You know, I have, I have Roman gladiators with me from, from way back in ancient Rome That's and they're fabulous. my protectors. They've been with me my whole life. Yeah. Brutus and Calicius, my, my Romans. Yes. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they haven't incarnated since Rome. They haven't come back. Uh, and is were... that because they're supposed to be with you in the way that they are now, do you think? Or is it because... And because they had difficult lifetimes when they were here. Yeah. Really? They, they, yeah. So they felt that they would be better as guides, as spirit guides. And and I was I knew them back then in Rome. So they've they've followed me for centuries and I followed them I for centuries that. as well. Yeah. Yeah, this, so is all the stuff I, this is all the stuff I want to know. About yeah, so definitely, <laughs> yeah, so definitely talking to spirit and just spend, just sitting. If you, you know, people ask, how can I, how can they connect with their people? What's the best thing they can do? The best thing to do is sit in the power. Every medium will tell you that around the planet. Just sit with them, even if it's five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, and just allow them to come close to you and meld and blend with you. And it will happen. The more you sit, the more it will happen. It will. With that intention. The more you sit with, with that, that intention. intention. Yeah, you okay. got to set the intention. Yes. Right, right. Absolutely. I have such attentional difficulties that I feel like I would start that way. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I don't well, know where I would end up. Well, the, we always say the conscious mind is the enemy of mediumship. It is. Because oh, gosh. It is. As soon as you, that left brain, that left hemisphere, as soon as, as, soon as it starts thinking, the mediumship because the mediumship is done with the right hemisphere the right brain and the left brain knows nothing about mediumship the left brain knows nothing about spirit communication so i talk to my left brain my left hemisphere before i start reading you tell and it I, to go to sleep i and i thank it i thank it for everything <laughs> it does for me i thank like send it love i send it respect and then i say you know i'll be back at eight o'clock and we can resume the balance between the two hemispheres yeah. Of the mind. But so many people, that's so common, Elizabeth. So many people have a hard time focusing or uh their thoughts are too rampant, you know, because we're such thinky people. Yeah. You know, it's such it's a very analytical society. It's crazy. It is. And yeah, it yeah, it became analytical after the two world wars, spirit says. Uh whereas a hundred years ago, when you would when you would go see a medium a hundred years ago. The medium would go into trance, yep. the trance state, and then they'd send out energy from the solar plexus chakra, and they could help materialize your loved ones. So you could sit with your and see your grandma, hear her, feel her. But it was take back a hundred years ago. It was taking too much energy and life force from the medium, and mediums were passing really early and quickly. Yeah. And early. So spirit had to go back to the drawing board. And uh, and then the two world wars happened and our society became much more mental mm -hmm. and analytical. And the people who went to mediums after the world wars, they didn't care about the materializations or the phenomena that mediums could do. They just wanted to talk to their husband who had passed, their brother, their grandfather. So that's why mediumship, mediumship has changed through the years. It's mm -hmm. shifted. So you should yeah. write a book about that. 
I would love to, I would, you know, I, I, everyone tells me that everyone tells me to write a book and it's, it's there. And I, and I know there's going to be more than one. There's going to be a series of books. So I would love to, I but do like miss the history of, don't you think? Yeah. Because people don't know enough about it. People no, I don't, didn't know, you know all of that. No. Yeah. And you know, these, you know, these, these spirit trumpets that I have, yeah. uh, literally uh, when the medium would go into trance years ago, the voice, the actual speaking voice would, of your loved ones would come out of the trumpet and apports, objects from heaven will materialize in the trumpet and fly out. We get a crystal, a rose, uh, a cross, an object from heaven would just materialize. Because wow. spirit can dematerialize objects here and move them to a different place here okay don't tell me that next time i'm sitting here alone in my hundred year old house I'll be I know. Like, yeah i know i know but it's that bad enough that i think i feel i hear noises when i'm on my microphone because it's so yeah. sensitive and yeah. i think i hear people talking in my headphones <laughs> and that kind of phenomena is coming back it is uh because the world needs healing and hope the world needs healing hope and the reassurance that they are not alone, we're never right. alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In I this think world the isolation, the right. And the isolation, yeah. people feel like they are alone. That's Absolutely. When, that's when a lot of negative things start to happen. Absolutely. I think there are a lot of people in this country who feel like they might be alone. Absolutely. Oh, do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but they Absolutely. certainly aren't of the loving, no. um, you know, love thy neighbor type. Yeah, no. And spirit acknowledges that they know what's happening. They, they're aware of everything that's happening in the world today. And there's a plan. There is a plan. And there's been a plan since about 1993. And I'm, I feel like I could cry as I say that too, because they're all coming in. I can feel their emotions. Uh, that in 1993, spirit really amped up the amount of power, energy, and healing that was being sent to the planet. Thank goodness. So, Yes, whatever you were doing in 1993. <laughs> I was raising my one-year-old child. There we go, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and in the 90s, 1996, uh, there was an ascended master, Melchizedek, uh, Melchizedek, who put a grid around the planet, put a grid around Earth to help amplify the healing quotient on the planet. So that happened too in 1996. That's and then wild. in 2003, the thousand year peace started, which is supposed to be like a thousand years of peace on the planet. But in 2003, we were at the, the other end of it. You know, we were at the, you know, but we are headed towards a more peaceful period. I think I can feel that. I think it absolutely. feels like it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I hope. Yeah, you know? absolutely. No, there is, there is. And, and yeah. spirit is closer than ever before to the planet. Very, very much. And so now's people, the time. Now's yeah, the time. People, people have more spirit guides today than they did 150 years ago uh, because we need more help. We need more assistance. So, and the world is more complex. The world is more complicated than it was 50, 100 years ago. Absolutely. So they've, so they've sent us more help. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. You just got to connect with them. You do. You just have to get in tune with them. Right. And, well, hopefully this podcast will help some people, whoever's listening. I feel like people Absolutely. who are listening will already Absolutely. do this stuff but that's okay maybe they'll yes. maybe they'll share it with someone else i know right. i know all right What's two question more number questions two? yeah yeah, know, yeah two more questions i know they're getting ready oh my yeah. goodness all right what is your favorite book whether it's um a healing book a self-help book or your favorite book that you read 
all. Being the writer that I was and am and will be, I love, love, love books. Uh, I loved, I have to say, I do, I'm a, I am a Shakespeare fan. I am, I love Shakespeare. Yeah, there we go. And, <laughs> and he's considered an ascended master. Like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Like, like Jesus, Buddha, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. Uh, yeah, he's way up there in the, in the, in, the uh, in heaven. So I love Shakespeare. I loved Great Expectations. And uh, remember that movie they did, Great Expectations with Ethan Hawke and one uh, of Did you see it? It was in like the nine, late 90s. And so <laughs> when I read for someone and they're single, if, if they're going to meet someone, I hear this particular song playing from Great Expectations. And sure enough, when I hear that song from that movie, the client ends up, ends up meeting someone That's romantic. That's so funny. So, so I told two other mediums. So I love Great Expectations. I love Shakespeare. Shakespeare, yeah. And from mediumship books, uh, there's so many great ones. There's uh, the Seance Phenomena of Dr. Bindelov, which I've been recommending to everyone. Seance 101, Maureen Hancock's book is very good. There, Rita Berkowitz's books on mediumship are very good. The, the Complete Idiot's Guide to Communicating with Spirit. Oh, that sounds funny. And, and Empowering Your Life with Guides and Angels, Rita Ooh, Berkowitz wrote. I like that wrote. one too. Yes, yeah, so good, so good. And I, I will be writing a few. Good. I just got to do it. I know that feeling. <laughs> okay. I know. Yeah. All right. You ready for the last question? I'm ready. Um, if money wasn't an object at all, what is it that you would be doing? And I think you're probably going to say exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah, I do. I, I feel it's the best vocation calling uh, in the world. I do. I, it's, it totally made my life better. And on so many fronts, on so many, you know, I healed a lot of how many other people's lives. have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I forget that I do because it's, you know, I, I don't even, you know, I've probably seen, you know, a lot of people, (laughs) you know, from all over, from all over, you know, I go, I try to go to England pretty regularly to work, to do the mediumship. I go to uh, Holland, the uh, Amsterdam and different parts of the world where where mediumship and healing are thriving so yeah so no i know i would have picked this this in the writing uh mediumship and yeah. the writing of my passions uh greatly greatly because i get natural euphoric doing both and when you're writing you're creating and i feel like that's what we're here to yes, do we're here to create absolutely so. absolutely yeah i love the writing and and the writing is starting to come back into my life. Spirit's helping me to reintegrate it Good. back into my life. So, so I'm writing. I write almost every night now. I do. Oh, uh, I, I last year during the pandemic, yeah, I did every yeah, day. But yeah, whether it's talking to spirit or yeah. you know just my own journaling or thoughts. That's what they uh, say. Good writers write too. every day. It's and you know I used to belong. I know some of the best writers in the country and and because I used to go to writing conferences all the time with them in Kentucky but now they're in Texas uh there's a if anyone out there is writing a book fiction or non-fiction get in touch with writers retreat workshop it's wrw uh, writers retreat workshop.com and it's the best literary agents and writers all from all around and it's it's a place for you to go for the next step for ready to be published 
That's good to know because I'm yeah. almost done. <laughs> yeah, they're incredible people. Yeah, and there's a, there's a literary service down in Florida called Free Expressions. They do editing and uh, it's run by Lauren Oberweger and Brenda, my friend Brenda. And they're so good. They're down in Florida. They're down in, um, they were in, I'm trying to think of the part of Florida they were in. That's okay. I think if we go online, we probably could. Clearwater? Oh, maybe it's near Kissimmee. Yeah, I think they were in Clear. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah. So, and they helped edit my two books. Well, that's uh, awesome. When I was writing them. Yeah. So well, thank yeah. you for those two little tips. That's really helpful. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you so much for all of your time spending with me this, this evening. On thank my you. It was and my Brittany, honor and pleasure. Oh, thank you. And Brittany says and, she's so sorry. Oh, give Brittany my love. I, uh, they're saying I'm going to meet her. I am going to meet her. At some I point. hope so. So, yeah. I same. think she's got some gifts that she doesn't know. Oh, definitely. She, I don't know. Definitely. Mostly, we'll we'll she's yeah. special. She's a Pisces like you. <laughs> I know. I Such a Pisces, such a Pisces. <laughs> Which uh, day is your birthday on? Do you mind sharing? February 24th. Oh my God, I almost died. Hers is the 21st. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fabulous. And I do right. feel with astrology helps with the mediumship as well. I think uh, so. I, She's I, very absolutely. much into that. She's very yeah, much Yeah, it's all into connected. That. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, we always say your, your mind can never be too open. I agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you after hearing Thank your name you. for so many years. Thank you um, so, so much. So I really do appreciate everything. Um, and I hope that people get in touch with you. It's been such I a fabulous so. interview. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just contact. And, and sometimes my voice does change because I do a lot of channeling and transport. Oh, yeah. So if you hear the voice change, I don't have any health issues, thankfully. <laughs> it's the spirit world that I'm allowing to use me. So I've given them permission. But my that's voice good. doesn't change as much as it used to. So, well, that's good. I set boundaries with them. That's yes. good. Boundaries are so important. They are. They, they are. are. I had to learn being a Pisces. I wasn't very good. Oh at Oh my that. God. Tell yeah. me about it. Yeah. No, no. It was I don't a big think Pisces life. have any. Why is that? Because they're, they're water signs. Uh, no... Yeah. We're so floating in the yeah. water. And yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. All right, Liam, I'm going to let you thank go just so you okay, can enjoy the rest so. of your night. It has been And we look forward pleasure. to seeing you and where mediumship is headed in the world today. Yeah. Like I said, spirit has a big plan. I can't so wait to see what it is. Rest assured, there's more support, love, and healing being magnified and sent to us than people realize. I definitely feel it, for yeah. sure, especially you in the would. last few days. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is prob probably why you see all the green around me. Tons of green. You have tons of green. Yeah. That's good. 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 Yeah. All right. It is well, good. you enjoy your night and everybody. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. And thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of Heal. I'll be back in just a few moments. I absolutely loved talking to Liam and getting to know him. A huge thank you to Liam for coming on the show today. Remember, you can get in touch with him or follow him on social media at, on Facebook and on Instagram, but he also has a great website, liamgalvin.com. That's L-I-A-M-G-A-L-V-I-N, liamgalvin.com. You can reach out to him and you can schedule your own reading. He is amazing. Again, if you want to contact us, you want to reach out to us, if you didn't get his email um, or his name clearly, you can email me. 
Email me at talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions about our episode, if you have any questions about past episodes, if you're someone who might want to be on this podcast as a guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And hopefully we will hear from Brittany soon. She was on vacation for this one, but maybe she'll be here for the next. Until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Bye. Thank you.